Hey. Titties, titties, big ass titties. We off and rolling. Big ass motherfucking titties. Starting with the baby. Baby, yo, baby. Hey. Such a fan. Man, this man He's makes great amazing, excellent music. <laughs> Episode 27. I believe it's 27, right? Yeah, 27? Yeah, we did an episode with Bo Jackman and it got scrapped. So this this is going to be 27 again. All right. Sir, is your, is your mic on? Make sure your mic is on. Hello. All right, there we go. We got Shard in the building. Shard talking to the phone and not Jay Breeze is in the building. Look, y'all got a Pretty KC is up. in the building. Trey Way. I feel really overwhelmed. KT Laundry's in the building. <laughs> Good evening, all. It's a whole lot of gang shit. Gang, gang. Lots and lots of gang shit. Lots and lots of it. Um, The baby's in the building. Going baby on baby. What happened? I'm not taking that now. I can't hear shit you're saying. Because I'm, I'm going baby on baby. I can't hey. afford it, but when I can afford it, I'm never taking it. I'm going to keep that shit in so y'all know I got money. What are you talking about? We what, we getting permanent? We getting a grill? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not we I'm getting just, a grill? I get one. It's not gonna be permanent though. I'm gonna... I'll sit with the no. Man, what? See, you almost made me play a second of baby song. We gotta start this goddamn podcast. <coughs> such a good song. It definitely is. Such you a great artist. Talk, I swear, if you're episode twenty-seven. Play, what you doing with your life? EJ TJ Chardon is in the building. Pretty KC. J Breeze is in the building. KT Laundry is in the back somewhere. Hey Breeze, can you do me a favor and close that door real quick? Appreciate you, sir. <laughs> nigga never moved. The nigga never moved, yo. It's a visual for this. So niggas can see him not move when niggas act. He said, yes, sir. And never budged. Okay, there you go. He said his body and his nerves oh move different, y'all. That's episode 27, y'all. Um, we gonna catch y'all next week. It's my about, body and my nerves different. That's the name Boom. of the episode. My body and my nerves different. Boom. Niggas done drop the visual. For those that's watching it, she killed all that. Killed it all. Oh, look at this. We took now. <laughs> Make a nigga had a gangster lane. Oh, I'm not editing shit. This, this is a part of it. Part. This is the best part of it. For those that are only listening to this, Pretty KC has. Kimberly has dropped the goddamn this visual. You are executive producing your ass off right There we go. Oh, no. She's without a doubt going to get her credit. <laughs> there we go. It, you gonna get the real come around this bitch. Niggas burping, legs. not closing doors. Wow, that that looks. Wow. <laughs> oh lord. Wow. It, wow. Oh. Go fix your stuff. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so much. There's so much happening. You so are much. all right. So we trying to get this visual together. Eventually we are gonna have visuals. It's one thing or another. Either like the camera. It's not charged. Now we got to use the iPhone and like, we oh, yeah, I know people have seen the right? camera. Like, that camera is definitely not charged. No, it was uh, it. At some point, we might just be better just like leaning that the camera up against something and just letting it record. But you yeah. You um, got legs. You just got to set them up. Nah, bro. Them, it's, it's, it's. There you go. But then it's like you just you got, got roof. Um, yeah, episode 27, though. Um,. In the dirty laundry so shop. You got a four point one billion GPA. If you get if you get beat by a fucking stand, she's losing. She's lost. The stand won. Just move it a little bit. But just you can see it. But you can see us. So you pick, can see it. Just, just pick it up. Pick it up and walk over to the trash can and drop it in. <laughs> and let's just leave it there. Um, 
There you go. Oh, that's it right that's there. It. Don't touch a thing. Just let it live. Don't even breathe on it. Just don't even. I did you? think <laughs> that the lack of encouragement. In this I was group, encouraging you. It's, it's, I believe it's in you. It's no, real bro, low. I set you to a higher standard. That's yeah, what I do. Because you, you, you don't too. do shit, but stress me out really and give high. me anxiety. Because I believe in you, baby. Anyways. Um, if I wasn't drunk, I would definitely make TJ start this over. But fuck it, because I'm drunk. So, um, episode 27. We're going to visit a lot of topics that may be like a week late, but it's shit that we need to talk about again because. It's um, the usual. Yeah, like, you know, we jacked off an episode and I didn't like it, so I'm not going to post it. That's just EJ being EJ. Um, okay. Let's, where, where are we going to start at? You know what also is EJ being EJ? Is mentioning that we had an episode and not just saying this is it. Like, mentioning it was an episode that we just said poof. I got to live in my truth. <laughs> I have to live in my it's truth. Just being like, this is it. That's this what my the therapist episode. says. I pay too much for talk space to ignore my therapist. So I'm motherfucking, that's what he told me to do is live in my truth. Nice so that's plug. my truth. Go to therapy, folks. What are we addressing first? Um... I don't know. I guess since we have a death topic, we should talk about that first and just say, like, R.I.P. Cliff Dixon. Um, for those that don't know, Cliff Dixon is the brother of Kevin Durant and also the slayer of the Hollywood baddies. Oh, um, shit. The brothers? Yeah, it's like his adopted brother. It's like her oh, brothers. Okay. You know, okay. he moved in with them when they was young and mama raised them. You know, shit like that. Yeah. Um, him and Dave East and uh, Tony Durant, Kevin Durant, they all grew up together. Him and Dave have been knowing each other since they was like 16, I believe Dave says. So um, definitely some rapport there with some Hollywood people. And um, he dated a, a variety of Hollywood women, Erica Mena, um, India Love, Rihanna. Yes. Yeah, like that's a list right there. Like that's Those three knockout like. Yeah. That's like saying you played three years in the NFL, but you got three Super Bowls. Like you won, bro. <laughs> like, hey, he, he did all right. He did all right. Wow. All right. I don't know uh, what that was in the background. Go ahead, though. What happened? But okay. Well, is that it you or me? Who, who, I don't even know me. what I was gonna say. Okay. So, well, I don't. I don't have much to say about him, but rest, he should rest. You know, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Cliff. Yeah, yes. that man was um, um, assassinated another, on his birthday. Yeah, it's really depressing. Fuck. It's very depressing. Yeah. I didn't okay. know who he was. I just I, knew, like I know I knew I, of I, him. I knew of him. Yeah, like yeah. I saw him around. I didn't know like his impact. I don't know how many people like fucked with him until yeah, he like yeah. passed. I was like, oh shit, and I was like, you know, I want to live a life like him. I want to be as low key as he was, but like have as big an impact because I don't think no. Yeah, he also played basketball. I think they said he was getting ready to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. So chill. He was gearing up to go to Japan. That's whack though. He played at um. Gosh, I forgot his college he played at. But yeah, he did. I think Western Kentucky. I want to say, but yeah, he hooped. He was know. a hooper, six nine. I don't know his. I don't like. I said. I don't. And he know also like released songs under the name of Lavish, so he rapped under that name okay. as well. So I he, just he don't had a few know different what. things. I think him and Kevin Durant was a little super team, so it's kind of like. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Um, that makes it worse. That does. Just I mean, like, yeah, that, I, I can't confirm or deny that one. Like if you're. Is that the, is that the same dude, bro? I don't know who no. the roller skate guy is. I'm gonna invite him in, yo. Roller skate nigga, come in, yo. Roller skate I'm nigga, it's a nigga who comes nigga by in. every episode on roller skates and just waves and Son. flags us down. So, shout out to bro. Wow. Um, Shoot. Um, Megan the Stallion lost her mother. Megan the Stallion sad. lost her mother as well. This is just very influential. This is her. like the obituary section of the Jeez. podcast where yes. we just go like R.I.P. everybody. Megan yeah. Stallion, yeah, her mother was a rapper, so definitely, um, you know, it's a heavily Pepsi. Uh, Take your time, uh, right? <laughs> Speaking in cursive like Javon. Uh, <laughs> 
Niggas speaking cursive. That's the greatest shit ever. Um, nah, you know, it definitely was a heavy influence there from her upon her by that woman. And she definitely did post that. So RIP to her, Megan, Megan Stallion. Like, she's one of the dopest female, to me, yeah, the I dopest think, lyric, lyrically. I think she definitely needs to, well, especially now with this, like, happening. But even just off her work alone, like, she needs to be, like, climbing to the top of the charts. Like, Megan deserves I, that spot. Like, this year needs to be, like, her year, and I think. I kind of think it will be. I think, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, like I said, like, I don't even know if it, you could just say, like, I don't even put that in, like, female rapper. She one of the baddest rappers. Yeah, right. even, yeah, even up against even up against men, I agree. Yeah, I'm completely taking out, like, my smittenness with her attractiveness. Because <laughs> like. even when they talk about, like, even the Shade Room, they did, like, a list of, like, the top, like, upcoming rappers. That. There are a few I disagree with. I personally <laughs> let's do it. Let's go through yeah, the list off, real quick. Get it yeah, off I'll get it off. We got through our um. I'll get it off my chest. I love the way Sweetie looks. I think that is a beautiful young woman. This is but a great Lord setup Jesus, to knock that shit all Lord the way down. Jesus, I want her to stop rapping so bad. <laughs> like so bad. Sweetie, I want her to put down the mic so bad. Saw Edie. Yeah, she's so beautiful. A beautiful Saw Edie. So beautiful, but good Lord Jesus, I want her to put down. Oh, uh, she she's a rapping Sierra. <laughs> she only got a couple albums left. Oh shit. <laughs> a C-C. rapping shit she does. She's the rapping Sierra. <laughs> no, no, eventually she'll phase out and just model and be Huncho's wife. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 Quavo yeah, eventually buy her masters back so she can make mm-hmm. shit how she wants to. And then yeah, but she won't she won't be like she got a communications degree. She went to USC. She she doing this for fun right now. I feel like you can you can tell I, when somebody like it's almost like it's a hobby for you versus like when it's something you have a passion for like you can hear it and i feel like with that's her true. that's how i felt about nikki like i felt like nikki started out like music i think mu- she realized music was her way in so she started out like it being her passion but after a while i just think music became like a bag for nikki like it wasn't something she really cared because you could hear it in nikki's music she no longer cared nikki wasn't likable enough to become rihanna no nikki yeah. wasn't yeah. nikki yeah. wasn't likable Nikki wasn't likable enough to become Rihanna. Everything that Rihanna's doing, Nikki was trying to put her foot in to do, but she wasn't likable to do it. Perfumes. No, that's. But what I'm saying is, she's not likable. Like Rihanna's got like perfumes and makeups and and lingerie and all that. Nikki was supposed to be able to do all that from a female MC perspective, but we just didn't give a fuck about her enough on anything, any other perspective other than like. I think that speaks to the point yeah. of like Nikki not being. A, a likable person. No, that's what I said. Yeah. She, yeah, she just. Well, yeah, that kind of yeah, bring it. Well, yeah, that kind of. And also, like that speaks to like passion things. Like when I yeah. see Rihanna in fashion, I still don't feel like Rihanna is still chasing a bag. I feel exactly. like Rihanna like likes fashion. fashion. Is yeah, also like I feel shit. like Rihanna like yeah. you know what I like not only fashion. I just like throwing my money and shit that I like to do. If I saw somebody I else do. No. I think she. I think she I feel did. Like it maybe can grow into. I think. A, I can think grow into. Grow into something. Yeah, I, I think, think when she, we like, if you're interested in some yeah. shit, I agree. Bad. I think she grew into it, but like, I agree. Like makeup, fashion. That's all things that Rihanna still. It's a piece of her, and she still is like passionate about it. I honestly always thought that Nikki should have gone, kept it pushing with the actress route because I genuinely think like people always used to kind of make fun of her, but I think her theatrics was always a way. Of, I think she used. Music she went to too. an art high school. She's, exactly. She's I the, think she used, theatrically trained. She's she trained used as a music. Thespian to express that part of her. I think she always wanted to be like an actress or in theater, but music kind of just took over. Like, I think she's still, that's something I think she would like to pursue. Like, I think right now, because music is kind of not it right now, I think she should pursue that. I think she should try acting, honestly. Um, yeah, I agree. I think, I think she should try something. I think she needs to like 
not in like an offensive way. I think she just needs to like a refresh. I just think she needs like a quick rebrand. I don't even think she needs a ghostwriter. I think I, I think the last I think the ghostwriter she have now is quality, and she actually released quality music. No, she released a couple songs. No, I'm not gonna do that one. Safari DMs right now. I'm not gonna do that. I just think I think I think it's an oversaturation of Nicki as a rapper right now. I think Nicki. I think her antics, though, made her hiatus not long enough. I don't think her break was long enough. And then the way she tried to, yeah. in the moments that she poked her head in, she poked her head in against people that were winning and that we were yes. rooting for. Remy came home. Guess what happens? You pop up and have yes. a battle with Remy. Cardi start winning. We all cheering for Cardi. You pop up and got a battle with Cardi. Yes. It's not only an oversaturation of you. It's an oversaturation of you in a way that makes you look like a hater. And right yes. now, we just don't want to see you. We don't want to see you in this realm. We don't want to see you show up at WrestleMania. You need to go do a movie. You need to be The Rock right now. Don't show up at WrestleMania. Go do a fucking movie. We'd rather see you in The Mummy than see you at WrestleMania right now, Nikki. No, I mean, I mean, in terms of Nikki, we'd rather see you in a movie. Yeah. Like, we don't want to see you at what we know you for. Mm-hmm. We need to see you in a different light and a character that matches your theatrics right now. You're bringing a lot of, like, WWE shit to wrestling, and don't nobody want to see that Vince McMahon shit. Like, you need to go to the big screen with that <laughs> and go fucking be an actor, yo. That's in- what you need to go do. Instead of her coming back and letting us, like, appreciate her, she came back like a villain every time. Exactly. Like, we every like- time. <laughs> Because it wasn't like she was... Nikki could have came back a lot of times. And when Remy came home and Cardi popped, she could have been like, hey, bitches, we need to do Moulin Rouge and all that shit again. But she like, doesn't... But I don't think she wants to do that. We need to do she the, doesn't want to do that. But that's... No, I don't think it's in her to know. Like, I don't think it's her inclination. Like, her natural... I think some people naturally do certain shit. Like, some mm-hmm. certain people naturally not haters. And I think some people naturally are haters. Mm-hmm. I think Nikki is naturally a hater. Like, and I don't think yeah. she a hater. I think she naturally a look at me person. But being a look at me person all, during other so people's moments can make you. wildly insecure. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah, like sharing yeah, no, no. Without like, a doubt, she is. Without a doubt, she is. I think that's why she she just got Roman and all these different things. I think Nikki sometimes is uncomfortable being was, Nikki. And I would say, I would use the word insecure because she is like Beyonce knows she's Beyonce. Without so. a doubt. Beyonce doesn't there's never like a conflict that people say oh this person's gonna take Beyonce so Beyonce and everybody else just knows like that's not gonna happen you're not gonna take Beyonce's but Nikki like feels threatened instantly if somebody else hits the scene like she's like I refuse to share the stage I will not share the spotlight I like she like just spazzes and it's like relax like if you're the queen we'll still see you as the queen you don't have to act out like when somebody else when another queen comes in a room Nikki needs to knock your crown off when another another queen comes in a room with Beyonce it's just two queens in a exactly. room exactly Beyonce there's no reaction it's just two queens period. in a room when when you go in a room with Nikki if you're another queen she gotta knock your crown off so, so it's only one away queen from like your quote unquote queendom or kingdom I don't look at Nikki if I gotta queen, like if I, gotta, I, I don't Yes, what I'm we saying. can't, like, we can't gotta, deny we can't deny what Nikki has done in this game and Nikki's run. Whether you want to say it was unchallenged at the time that Nikki was making her run, Nikki made her run. So I'm I'm not gonna no, no, I'm no. not gonna. But I'm, that's what I'm like. At, no, I'm, like I respect Nikki's craft and I'm a fan of like I'm saying like we're all talking about the old Nikki. But I think you take away from yourself if you mm-hmm. can't deal with other people in the room. Like mm-hmm. yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, that's that's whack. You can walk in the camera, bro. They know you're here. Why not? The, you the, we you threw the camera off the chair already. Like we here now. We here. Make an entrance. Pretty KC is in the building, y'all. <laughs> Our executive producer, Kimberly. Um, Such a bar. But yeah, like um, who else is on that list? Sweetie, I've never heard a song of hers. Never yeah. heard a song. There we go. Only thing I know from Shorty is that she has a communications degree from USC and that she became a rapper after college and she's Gabrielle Union's cousin. That's the you only things I know about her. Yeah, you mean her and Gabrielle Union? Her father and Gabrielle Union were first cousins. I'm gonna just waterfall like a real nigga. 
Because I'm a sip mind. I, 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 I ain't drinking. <laughs> but um, yeah, to the best of my beliefs, I believe her her father and Gabrielle Union are first cousins. Yes, that's that's. I'm true. glad you brought up the sweetie thing because I forgot about that real quick. Just like real quick, I just was like when we were talking come about sweetie, with facts, bro. Honestly, pause. EJ really is like the Google of people's lives. It's almost scary. It's like Wikipedia. Yeah. No, that no. He, lightweight CIA. It's a you know, little. Did you know the motherfucker was left-handed and was AB positive? Like, her and I have the same type? birthday. That's another reason why I feel like I held on to her for so long, but I had to let it go this year. No, I just I really judged, had to I'm let trying it go. To like, like if I can take away antics <laughs> and this that, and the third, like even Nikki's last shit is why I'm saying like Queen or whatever in the room is I'm not even I I got I got listen to your shit and I listened to it two or three times. Just off of like listenability, but if I'm not repeat like Megan, I, if I'm in the car by myself, I will play Megan the Stallion shit, damn near four or five songs before I switch the fucking track. Duck lips and shoulders, that's all you get. I'm the baddest <laughs> bitch in the room when Megan come on. You give a fuck, <laughs> bro. Hey, I bitch batter to me yeah. in the room when Megan hey, come on. I digress. I but digress. Like, like her. Um, Stefan Don, like Tokyo Jazz, like I'll listen to their shit also, repeatedly through. they live through. by what they say. Onika told us we couldn't fuck with no broke niggas, and you went and chose to date a felon, Onika. I'm not even. You cannot tell us what you told us to Honestly, do that Sharp, for you so can, long. You taking her outside to beat uh, her. I just was, I was solely going off the fact I did uh, not, I never replayed, like, uh, I, like, I was like, okay, look, I replayed, but I'm going off the fact I'll replay Big Old Freak. I haven't listened to Ganja Burn since the album dropped. Like I'm just like I'm going solely. I, I didn't I don't listen to Ganja shit. Burn when the album dropped. Exactly. Yeah, like I'm just I going off the fact like I don't replay her music. I don't really mm-hmm. replay a lot of. I don't really replay like a lot of Sweetie I, I, shit. I forgot. I I'm forgot that Queen was the album. I just remember Queen because of the radio show. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going off of music quality and how the music makes me feel. Like I replayed Cardi shit. Whether you mm-hmm. bars oh, yeah. or whatever. I just yeah. Cardi shit made me feel the way. Like I shit. I was listening to Cardi when I realized I was liking it like that while doing curls. Nigga, mm-hmm. I like it like that. <laughs> no, nah, nah, Cardi. Yeah. Def- Cardi definitely got a nigga to work on a few days. Yeah, like, like, on a few so, mornings I had to wake up and turn on some Cardi. And that's why, like, I don't know. Like, it's hard to. Gattle, gattle, I don't know you what judge, I don't know I mean, what he you judge right music there, but I got by the, the various ways you judge it. But mm. some of that shit sometimes is I'm like, it's how this shit make me feel. And I think Nikki is extremely talented, but Nikki hasn't made me feel a way in a long time. So that's yeah. kind of how I'm judging it. I think that's something that we've said a hundred <clears throat> different times on this podcast about Nikki. And I think unfortunately Nikki's time, Nikki is gonna get rushed off into the pantheon of fucking um MC great female MC greats sooner than she is supposed to. Before we know it, Nikki's only gonna be good for VH1 reunions and shit and honors and shit because I'm not gonna hold you up. Nikki came in at the sweetest fucking spot, all female. Ra- it was a lull in female rap on a major commercial level, and Nikki filled that gap. Not maybe not even with skill. To some point with skill, but at some point it was a lot of luck and a lot of backing. I think she did have skill. I think she did have theatrics. I think she had talent. I'm not going to say she had skill. Let me go back. I feel like she had talent. I feel like Nicki Minaj is a talented woman, and as a talented individual, she has been able to slide through the cracks of looking and imitating and acting. There's a um, there's a, uh, there's a clips line where Malice says, niggas think that I'm a rapper, huh? Well, I guess that makes me an actor because I'd rather clap a gun. Like, I think that's Nikki's thing is that Nikki has pretended she was a rapper so long that we believe she's a rapper. But I think that's just a reflection of how great of an actor that she is, is that she's been able to emulate 
everything that a great rapper embodies and she did it with a ghostwriter. Now that that ghostwriter's been gone, she wrapped someone else's lyrics, she wrapped them with someone else's cadence, she wrapped them with someone else's style, she wrapped them with someone else's swag, and now that all of that has run out and expired, I just think that Nicki has now just been left with a loud voice. Oscars over Grammys for Nicki. Without a doubt. I, and, I, and again, I want to make sure that I champion the fact that I think she's a very talented woman. Without a doubt, talented. I will never take that away. I feel like the thing she does with Roman, I feel like that she, I feel like who, I exactly, and that's why I said she has some major luck in her backing, in which she was with a team of people who was the all star team at the time. And I just think Nikki just fell into an amazing situation. Like I said, it was a lull in female hip hop, and she just grew into, she fell into the best situation. T.I., Iggy Azalea, T.I. wasn't big enough to carry Iggy Azalea the same way Wayne Iggy was big was enough whack. to carry. Yeah. Nikki Iggy. was whack. Nikki is Not whack. Like Iggy was whack, bro. Yeah, it's, like, Iggy was rough. That Iggy was, was a, whack. Start that was to a finish. Hot, like, that there's was a nothing rough Iggy time. dropped that I was, that was like, a rough oh, yeah. time. Nikki was dropping some shit. I was like, hey man, look out. Iggy went on stage and wasn't even speaking like grown ass men was out here like nigga. The pink gibberish. print is fire. I don't know yeah. no nigga that was up. I don't know. Well, no that's because another grown ass man was right. No, we like we like niggas like pink print because another man was writing it. That's why grown ass man fucks with pink print because it was another nigga writing it. Hey. And even then, it was female rap. It was female rap from a nigga perspective. So it was still talking about pussy and poom poom and all that. There's no replay value to a Nicki album. There's number one. There's no replay value. I've never listened to a full one. Like let me say, I've never listened. No. If Nicki don't have a fire ass feature, my nigga, that shit a weed plate. Like niggas is only rolling up blunts on this. That's it. Like, I'm not going to hold you up. And that's no disrespect to her. Very talented woman. I've been slandering Nikki for a little too long, in my opinion, so I'm going to get off this topic. Yeah, I'm not trying um, to slander. I'm just saying facts is facts. What yeah, without a doubt. Something that was really random and funny that I kind of want to discuss, not funny at all because I like the cat, Lonzo Ball. Everybody seen what happened? Anybody seen oh, what happened to him? took the money? 1.5 million. The co-owner, Alan Branch, of uh, Big Baller Brand, has taken... I didn't do any research on this. Okay, so... Again, I have insight on this. So what it is is that last week, the books for Big Baller Brand was audited. With the books being audited, Lonzo comes to find out that $1.5 million is missing. Alan Branch has no idea where the $1.5 million is. He is now fired and immediately separated from the, or Lonzo immediately separates himself from him and the company. But this is the bigger thing. Alan Branch is supposedly the best friend of Lonzo's father, um, LeVar Ball. And in 2012, Alan Branch was also caught or involved in a fraud case for $4 million scheming investors. This happened in 2012. The family alleges they just found out about this last week. That was also part of the reason that the split happened. Oh, that's fucked up. I was just about to try to put pitch the thing like, is it could it be a mistake? But, you know, you kind of. This man on the 2012. The twi- 1.5 million this time. The previous time. As far as blaming him. The I was gonna, not about it being gone. I just was like, maybe you know, maybe it wasn't him. But a nigga put 1.5 million in my account. That's not a mistake, nigga. That's an investment. I will do the best I can with your money, and I'm gone, nigga. Never. I mean, you will nigga, see it in my gotta, prosperity, I mean, nigga. But that's shit. about it. That's what it is. Nigga, it's time to go. That's a stupid fucking move to take 1.5 million. Like we with a nigga who. That's not true, see, and, and this is the thing we have to. This is the thing we have to remember with Lonzo, though. Lonzo is a gentleman that has no outside investments. He can't even paint the illusion that he has enough incoming money because everything he done was in house. His only outside revenue source was that of the Lakers. Everything, no, the Lakers was his only outside revenue source. BBB, he's actually an owner in and invested in. That's not outside revenue. That's you just trying to flip your own money. 
So you have nobody how. else outside of yourself paying yourself but the Lakers. I don't understand how niggas. So yes, he like was that. watching his money. Like or suppose he sh- he was watching his money. I, he was watching his. He should have been watching his money. That blows my mind. Like, how does a nigga like? I'm not saying like like, but how do you? How are you anywhere near like a, a professional athlete, whatever, making millions of dollars, but you maneuver like a nigga who works a jack in the box, like paycheck to paycheck. Like, I don't like. It makes no sense. Like how you. Yeah, like it makes no because sense. Because as, we, that as you people say, it, the more money you money. get, the more money you get, the more bills you acquire. So more times than not, you've. Acqu- so this is just my perspective as a nigga who's. I, I never went to the pros. I never got drafted. I never did none of that shit. But as somebody who played college football and has insight from people who have played these sports, you go into your first paycheck in the league, in any league, you go into in debt more times than not. You go into that shit in debt. If it's not from your agent, if it's from the. It's, it's all more times than not. It's from the training fees you got to pay to be able to train at the level it takes to be able to go to the professional ranks of something outside of your like so when you're at school the school is paying for that facility those trainers those people and all of that only thing you have to do is produce a product mm-hmm. once you're preparing for the draft all of that becomes your own shit so more times than not as soon as college is done for you you are on your own on your own tab you were broke in college anyways you was probably on your own tab already then as a college athlete you have to keep up an image and look a certain way and all that shit and the college not giving you no thing, money trying to get past and paying athletes which i'm here for yeah of course but like my whole thing is you go into this shit bro when you see these niggas going across the draft that shit that they don't the same way we go artists and record labels don't know that your record label is giving you all this shit but you're gonna pay for it on the back mm-hmm. end that's the same way these agents do these Here's players i know that you're i know that they're broke going in but you get this deal you pay for your like you're saying, your trainer, y'all this other shit. Once you back pay, now on top of that, first off, taxes take off half of whatever you get. So if you got a million dollars, five hundred thousand of that is gone already. So you got five hundred thousand to operate. On top of that, then you gotta pay ten percent to your lawyer, to your uh, not even ten percent. You gotta pay your back pay to your agent. Then you gotta pay the ten percent fee for your agent for however many months that he's been doing. So that's included back pay. Once you get him up to date, that's another ten percent that you're going right there. Mm-hmm. After that, so ten percent of the five hundred thousand that puts you, or even. If they go in ten percent of a million, that goes you at that that gets you at a hundred thousand. Now you have four hundred thousand of your own money at the taxes in that ten percent, and then on top of that, just to be able to live, probably pay off student loans that you probably did incur, or whoever in your family took out the loans for you to be able to live through college. Because more times than not, these niggas go broke. I mean, these people go to college broke, and somebody in the family is supporting them until that investment pays off for ball, them. If I'm a person like Ball, I'm the, like an average walk-on athlete. I'm understanding, but I'm a person like Ball. I have a full ride and all this other shit, so I'm not in. Even 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 that, even that scenario, fuck it. I'll take that scenario where I'm getting in debt. If I'm, you still have to eat. If I'm if I'm in the realm, I'm, I'm not ta- I'm not taking any of that away. You pay all these expenses off. You're still getting the checks. You get the endorsements. My thing is, I don't understand. He has no endorsements. I don't understand you. His, he he owns his shoe company and his apparel company, and it's on back order for a lot of his shit. So, so he he don't he don't he don't have no revenue stream outside of the money that he make for the Lakers. So when you make your money, my thing is like. I don't. I don't follow this particular individual. I'm generalizing now. I don't know if. I mean, if we're being specific to him, I don't know enough about him oh, to okay, say that. Okay. But generalizing, you still see this issue with a lot of athletes, and it's like, would it take like would it be that hard for you to do? I don't know, nigga, six months of just you don't got to live like a bum, but you just came like living like a bum is your regular thing. So you don't have to come out and buy a Benz. You don't got to come out and buy an apartment that's overpriced in fucking Hollywood. Like you could just. Chill, like live in your town where you play, get a decent place to stay, a 
a decent car and you do your job. Six months to a year, you do your fucking job and you stack in. The issues don't come there. The issues come when when the athletes try to do everything, try to do the thing that we all, what everyone tells them to do and diversify your portfolio and you end up getting hit with a scam. More times than I'm not. I'm talking about stack. I'm not even saying diversify. Yet. No, after stack. you stack, you take that money and you want to make that money make mm-hmm. more money. So a six month check in the league, even if that's $3 million, mm-hmm. you still might take a million of that to go and put that away to go i'm going to diversify my portfolio spend like i said first off is getting taxed off rip so if you got three million again you got 1.5 mm-hmm. you're taking five hundred thousand of that that's 30 that's 33 percent of your money right there that's a third of your money right there that's going into an account to be diversified say you're gonna live off a third and then the, re- the other third you're gonna actually save that's only five hundred thousand dollars that you've actually saved in out of three hundred out of, out of three million mm-hmm. you got five hundred thousand in reality yes we can say yo that is a lot of money but after just what you your living standards and even if it's just i got an apartment here somewhere they got a doorman and i can make sure that fans don't run in my shit and all this and all that like and i understand we going now nah, but like in reality that's that like we we don't know that life i'm 100 percent not doing that i give me a nice house somewhere something where i don't need a door i don't need that like but okay then I you still got to pay taxes on that home you i mean i can still like i can, I can do that but i just and know then I nine times out of ten you got to pay maintenance on that house because you, you got to remember you're on the road for a fourth of the year if you mm-hmm. live single if you live with somebody depending on your house still requires maintenance from shit or that's probably just the apartment city. i can get a nice apartment but without all that extra amenities doorman shit i just need a cool place to live until i'm at a status of a of a LeBron or a couple, I can really throw it like that. But if I can't throw it, I'm still going to. Sometimes live. your fame come before your money, bro. So you got to protect yourself from shit. That's and just. I, man, I, I understand me, what you're saying, bro. And I understand, like I we. Put, I give me that goddamn it, and I'm gonna be, you know, I'm too regular, man. Like you know, <laughs> you fuck around and shoot. Hey, you shit, you red dog. Got that fire. <laughs> yeah, Milwaukee Bucks player Timothy <laughs> Harris has shot a 13 year old white boy because he attempted to get an autograph at a Safeway that grocery boy, store. That boy ran down. Okay, <laughs> dunked on his ass. <laughs> no, I, I completely understand what you said, and I'm, yeah, not, like, like, I'm, I'm not the realities to, of like yeah, what I'm it is to, to diversify that portfolio and exist and invest and flourish in those yeah, worlds. Sometimes we miss the that understanding of what they live through. But the reality like you guys of it. gotta live a little smarter. That's all. And I mean, when we look at in reality, nigga, how much time do you spend and dedicate to lifting weights and training just to be a nigga that looks nice? And these niggas trying to not only look nice but be the best best athletes on nigga, the world, nigga. Was, that's a lot of time invested. Boy, if I was you can't a, afford to be a CPA at the same same time, my nigga. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, shit. If I was that, I wouldn't have no time to get in trouble. Like I don't, I don't do shit now. So not even I, in trouble. You somebody got time to steal your money though when you're trying to be one of the best athletes in the goddamn world. Like it's 53 niggas on the squad, and fo- I mean basketball is 15 niggas on the squad. It's 30 teams, nigga. Mm-hmm. That's that's only how many other niggas. It is to be the best in the world. I'm drunk. I don't feel like doing math right now. Keep you your did. judgment, whoever you. I, I see you. You did way more I than see me. See you. Yeah, you did way more math. Whoever than that me. is listening, I see you judging me for not doing that math. Yeah, fuck that. I None see that. you. I'm I drunk. just want y'all to be better, man. I'm rooting for y'all. Without a doubt. Um, I am really happy about that. But that shit would be funny. So I know there's like really elite, you know, white people like. Fuck, we're paying him in college for it because they built this stadium. Nigga, I'm not coming to watch you coach. Nigga, I'm not coming here for high SAT scores. I'm coming here to watch fucking Zion dunk that shit out the fucking gym. So. A nigga ain't never paid to see Bobby Knight throw a chair on the floor. <laughs> no nigga yeah. ever gave a fuck. I've never come to watch the Mad Hatter, but I'll, you know, I'll watch, I'll watch Odell catch a motherfucking touchdown pass with Without one a doubt. Yeah. Nigga, stop the world when Odell get traded. Exactly. So, 
That shit's cool. Anybody said they shouldn't get paid, you wildin'. Like With as much money goes to as much as many jerseys niggas bought, that shit's fucking crazy. If that's that that's even a topic. Not even that, man. I've been a regular college kid in like stars. Yes, I can imagine like, a nigga telling me that I can't make like I've been a college kid that had a college job like that. Like after I played football, I played I was a nigga that was broke as a scholarship athlete and also somebody who didn't play and just had to live and have the ability to be able to work and make money and eat and shit. And it's a completely different life. And it's a really shitty life when a nigga tell you, like, you can't even legally work. Like, you can't even go get a job on campus or deliver newspapers. I don't know. Whatever the fuck you want to do for money, you just can't do it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's a really fucked up way to live. And I think about that shit as, like, one day, whenever that happens to me as a future parent, like, what the fuck, bro? I'll be mad as shit. Like, I wouldn't be able to even enjoy watching my kid play because I'm like, nigga, my son... You know, fucking, oh, y'all building a whole new whatever section. I know my son got about, or my daughter got 5 or 6% on that. You motherfuckers not going to cut the check, you sons of bitches? Not even that. I, I could sit there and look at my child on the sideline when he, take his, when he take his helmet off or when he come out the basketball game and be like, that nigga look hungry. I don't know. I don't, I don't really see my, I don't see my son taking no helmet off, bro, unless that's a motherfucking baseball helmet. I'm not going to lie to you. Football's yeah, not, yeah, football. If you, if you choose, <laughs> if he, you know, it, my kid loves it. Like yeah, I'm not gonna knock it. it I'm not gonna force you, but like basketballs, baseballs, eggs, soccer yeah, balls, we're gonna go all that down. Shit we're gonna go down the list before you gonna have to football. really find football and love it. Uh, and that's the sport I love to death. But no, yeah, it's okay. not an option for my son at all. I'm just giving it as a just a generalization. My mm. son can't play football. Um, yeah, that's just mm-hmm. it. I give mm-hmm. a fuck. We can fight about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just and if he lose a fight, I'm gonna be like, "How the fuck you gonna play football if you can't win a fight? Like you can't even take a punch. How you gonna get CTE, nigga?" <laughs> exactly. Your first concussion. Look at you. You're down and out, nigga. You're gonna be down for like four weeks. How you gonna go across the middle and get hit by a safety? Yeah, the fuck man, out of here. I seen wild. Mike Tyson saying that he was telling his son that that Mike Tyson's son wanted to be a boxer, and Mike Tyson told his son like. Are you crazy? Like you grew up rich. Oh my god, no, not the accent. Not the list. Not the list. No Mike's <laughs> basically Mike told his son, like, yo, you grew up rich. Yeah. Can yo. you imagine if you came across me? Yeah, Mike's point was like really if serious. I had, if you had to fight yeah. me, you would die. Yeah, because Mike was like, Mike was like, I'm beating like I'm fighting my trauma in here. Like you don't have any <laughs> Mike, problems, bro. Mike said, Yo, I was yeah. adopted by a white man. I finally had a mother and a family, and every night this white man massaged me and hypnotized me and told me I was a champion. I was the greatest person in the world. I was going to be the greatest thing in the world. I was amazing. Do you know how hard I was fighting not to lose that? You can't come across. You've you been lit. You, you were raised as a millionaire. You can't come across yeah, me and think bro. you're going to fight that and win. Mike said, That's I, my son. Like <laughs> Mike said, 20 year old me would beat you to Come death, on, son. Like my really. son, like I grew up like my parents provided a nice life for me, but like I was playing football to get my family out the out of Compton. Like I was playing to get my family out the hood, my nigga. I would hate for my son to come across me and live in a nice life in a suburb and mm-hmm. fucking think he's gonna like play defensive end and line up against me and get a sack. Nigga, please. I'm about to embarrass you. I'm finna do a UFC move on you. It's a college recruiter in the, in the stands. Nigga, I'm trying to get to college. I'm finna fuck you up. Like I said, nigga, I'll beat you to death. You understand? Yeah, like, like. I, that's my whole point is I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want my kids, I wouldn't want my kids to come up against me at my age that they are now. Like, I wouldn't ever, my son is four. I wouldn't want him to come up against four-year-old me. I wouldn't even that. I just wouldn't want, like, I just don't think football players, and I've said this a number of times before, so I don't really, you know, sit on it. I just don't think they're taking care of like it just yeah. it's too no it's too yeah they just throw they throw them away like just far too Especially easily for what they go through there yeah and they're still and even still like in basketball i mean in all sports talked about but in basketball it's still i mean not in, my bad in football 
you hear it on all levels it's really talked about like you should be happy to be here and it's like nigga, this is a business like they talk about them like they're boys and i'm just like i would never want to subjugate my child through that two things that let me know that it's still a slavery mentality very much so. in football number one is that you ha- you should be happy to be here thing mm-hmm. just like you said and number two it's still a such thing as a steal in football and let me explain what i mean by that when you sign a really really it's still steals and robberies in football when you sign a really really good player for really cheap the team got a steal team got a steal got a really good player for cheap that was a great deal the great gm he wins gm of the year it was a steal if you are a player who has performed well gets a good contract and then you sign that good contract and then don't perform up to the same way you did to earn that contract, you were a bust. You were a waste of money and you robbed the team. That's that's what lets me know that this is still a um that exchange is still happening. Basketball players ain't bust. Nigga, wash out the league. Don't nobody pay him no attention. The Lakers are still paying Luau Dang and don't nobody give a fuck. Yeah, Nobody's nigga. mentioning that nigga. That nigga signed a seventy two million dollar contract. What was that nigga's name? Greg up. Oden, number one oh, pick. That nigga showed up and sat down and and made more money than They everybody. said he didn't even bring no, sh- everybody he didn't bring on no shoes to training camp. He bought a seat cushion. Bro, he just sat down on the bench. Up, sat down. I don't need no shoes. I ain't playing coach. I need a seat cushion. That's all he brought. That's it. So, yeah, I just think it's still like a, a huge slavery mentality. Speaking of that, we all was um, looking at the NFL with the settlement with Colin Kaepernick and all of this stuff, and we watched that from the outside, and we observed that. Uh, um, allegedly Colin Kaepernick when they were alleging the settlement Colin Kaepernick got paid between 60 and 80 million dollars for this mm-hmm. alleged settlement after that um, there was a supposedly an NDA sign and now they're disclosing that the NFL is alleging that they only paid 10 million dollars for this settlement to Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed. number one do we believe this number two if it is true do we feel it was worth it I don't know if I believe it like you know like I don't know, that kind of is equivalent of like, motherfucker said they fuck. I only gave that motherfucker a hand job. He ain't fuck. Like, so I don't know. Like, he didn't I, make me come. Man, if I, the you way know. they reacted in the beginning is not what made people think it was so much more because of how they like, when it offers happen, it was like, um, weren't they like not even revealing it, right? Wasn't that how it went? When and that's first, my whole like, thing is that if an NDA is disclosed, how was yeah. the NFL uh, disclosing the amount that was um, settled for, but not violating that NDA. How does right, that work? Right, that, that <laughs> it's that a part. non-disclosure agreement, but you're disclosing the amount that these people were paid. Exactly. How are you not violating that NDA? I don't know. And of course, everyone is alleging that it's sources. We always know the sources. <laughs> always everything. That's why tell that shit. I love the sources. Shout out to the sources in the world. Um, You're our sources. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to my sources. Yeah, no, I think um, I don't know. I think them like going. I don't. I don't think they've ever been clearly like not for any of this Colin Kaepernick shit. So I'm always like a weird conspiracy nigga. So I feel like anything they can do to kind of just disrupt it to be like, yeah, he took money, but he took less money. He lost. It disrupts yeah. his stance. It makes everything mm-hmm. that like you know he was rooting for like he took like you guys lost in this. So. I don't know. I'm back and forth on that. And I forgot the second part of the question. Like, if if he did take it. Oh, if it was true, is that a loss? That he took $10 million, he, he and Eric Reed took $10 million, which basically is $5 million a piece. Is that... Is I mean, that, it'd be a loss if... I mean, I guess... To me, it's only a loss if... Um, 
I don't know, like Eric Reed going back to play for five million, but making all this shit, you know, kicking up a shit storm. Even I don't know what. Like, if you took the money and then went back to make the money and still took pennies, that's fine. If they paid you and you still like, nigga, fuck y'all, I don't see it as a loss. They just did what they gonna do. Because, mm. like, it's like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm I'm more and more, I don't know, on like a hour-to-hour basis, less and less enchanted with the idea of pleading with the sympathy of my oppressor. Gotcha. So it's like, if I'm begging you to, like, you guys need to acknowledge which is what he was doing all this for. You guys need to acknowledge the fact that police are out here murdering, you know, black men and men of color at an alarming rate. And they're like, it's not a thing. It doesn't happen. I didn't see it. It didn't happen in my neighborhood. So if I'm looking at them, I'm not, I'm I'm like, I'm over the fact of trying to make motherfuckers who choose, like my narrative doesn't exist to try to like force it. I'm like, if you don't fuck with it, then fuck you. You gave me 5 million trying to give me hush money. I'm gonna take this five, put it back in my community. I can suck my dick. Like, if he just, if, if Colin just takes that money and is like, all right, y'all niggas pay, y'all still fuck niggas, I'm going to still do my New Year Rights campaign, I'm going to still take my shit across the country, I'm going to still build us and whatever, and y'all can still be racist piece of shit, then I would look at that as like a win. But to take a lesser amount and then go back to the to the slave plantation. Especially now when I see fucking like uh, Troy Palomalo up here promoting in ulterior leagues. If you want to play ball and like make... He was offered by the AAF to play in their league, um, alleged by the AAF that Colin wanted too much money to play in their league. Well, then that's that. Then you just don't play. Then don't play football. Then that's it. Like, it's just chill. Like, football ain't the end-all, be-all. Like, yeah, you're just going to protest yeah. and shoot dice. Yeah. It's cool. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> be an activist. Like, go out there and do that. You're going to be an activist, a slip, sip activist. That's it. Yeah, if you, like, because my thing is, like, it got to be, if you did this and, you, and it's bigger than football, then you should have been prepared for football to be the day you took the knee. You had to be prepared for football to be out of your life forever, without a doubt. Like I you, think. like that's one thing. Like niggas take these cool stances for like Instagram likes and like there's a shirt and I've seen this like topic come up on other social media platforms. Like we're not our ancestors, which is a stupid fucking shirt because your ancestors ready to die in the street for it, gang. Damn. Yeah, like gang. everybody out here now, y'all ready to get Instagram likes for it. To get a couple cool like hugs and like interviews for it, and if they like, okay, but there's niggas that like right up the street. There's a march, and they shooting, but it's really about the shit. You gonna go? Whoa, they're what? They're shooting. Wow, they're um, not even that. We ain't gonna go that far. Say they shooting. They have water hoses and dogs. Fuck that. If they was up the street fighting, half you niggas wouldn't go. Nah, yeah, like I know. Like, like, if they was, if it was equal, up. if it was equal, like we ain't gotta go that far, bro. A lot of y'all grandparents who had the chance to go out there and get sprayed with water hoses, pussy. So genetically, y'all fuck niggas. Oh, <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you up. No matter what project you was raised in, genetically mm-hmm. you a fuck nigga. It's in your DNA, bro. <laughs> like your grandmama, your granddaddy was a pussy, and your grandmama was a fuck bitch. Like, <laughs> like you genetically wasn't gonna do shit when it pop off. Like we already know who y'all is. So we we already know, yo. Like you use a fuck nigga. So when the revolution come. We ain't even gonna bother to come holler at y'all. We just gonna set your house on fire and yeah, lock the doors like, from yeah, the outside. When the revolution, like that's that's one thing. They're like you know, I'm with getting all my people together. But I think there is something not talked about. When the revolution comes, every nigga ain't gonna make it. It's gonna be a no, lot. No, my nigga, because we already know that a lot of nigga more times than not, like it was a nigga telling the master about the revolt that was getting ready to happen or the escape really that was getting ready to happen. So look, man, any of you niggas that show any skepticism when the revolution is getting ready to happen. 
Niggas forget Django shot Steven too. Let everybody know. We just gonna tell you how the revolution <laughs> gonna happen two days after it's supposed to happen, and you gonna wake up on the nineteenth, and everybody gonna be going, and you still gonna be telling master like it was supposed to be on the twenty first. He gonna be like, hey nigga, how you know you was supposed to read? How you know how to read? You gonna be like, oh shit, I done fucked up. And then nigga, gonna, who taught you octagon? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, master. I don't know how to math. Like, this why gonna light you on fire. Hey, speaking of uh, tar and feather, your speaking ass. of fuck, nigga, you know, terrible white people. Do you think old boy gonna really? Uh, just bust Trump ass up with this Russia shit. See, that's the whole thing. Hey. Hey. I don't know. Look, it was random white dudes. Speaking of racist white men, then these two <laughs> niggas walk by. They threw, I don't know. They might be cool. Nah, know. that was fat Jeff Foxworthy. He fat looked, Jeff Foxworthy. He looks like he was racist. Holy um, shit. A white man with a push broom mustache and a NASCAR hat on. Can I get a, a swig of the shot? A swig of the shot. A swig of the shot. A swig of the shot. I still got to go somewhere after I leave here, so I'm <laughs> sipping out a shot glass, y'all. I'm being a responsible drinker. Did you get... Oh, you in that camera? I was like, I was like, nigga, ain't nobody see on here. My bad. I forgot that. <laughs> that man really got a swig of the shot. A swig of the shot. Swig of the shot. We're going to do it. Okay. Yeah. But I got to just set that up. It ain't no setting up. That's a that's a flick of the fingers and a quick thing. Pretty much. We're gonna, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. Think of it like we got it's one name. Let me tell y'all something. Anytime yeah. any of my friends mention anything about EJ, it's coming to fruition, bitch, because I'm finna make it happen. Ask Chardon. She got lectured today. I did. Everybody's going to fucking get it. Because I need 100000 off of all of y'all million dollars. I need my 10%. I'm not going to hold you up. I'm charging niggas for the intellectual properties, uh, consulting fees. Uh, all that shit. That's how I make my money. I'm a Steve Stout, you niggas. Um, don't worry about it. But yeah, for the niggas what who don't know it? who Steve Stout is, get your Googles up. But um, <laughs> speaking of speaking of white man, I was gonna slide through the cracks and get over with shit. Robert Kraft oh, got yeah. the greatest deal <laughs> in the motherfucking world. Today is Saturday. Oh, shit, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of whiteness. Today is Saturday, it? March twenty third. Because I was going, I had another segue that I was gonna use because you. It's just a lot of white men doing shit. I hope that dude bust Trump ass open. That nigga's on crack. We not opening the door for you. Damn, keep walking. Uh, that that white man is hey, super man is having out. his own private party hey, in front of this in front of hey, this door. He is. Hey, he waved three times. These ain't <laughs> that jokes. Was that was real concern because it's Shout only glass here, and I'm just like crackheads man, got wild strength. Just ain't want him to play like this Damn. backpack game right here next. And Sharn, you bad in the crisis, so I feel like I would have to fight a lot longer. <laughs> Cause you would trip Ooh. and fall get into the car. Fight who? Well, see, Chardon would like stumble right here, and he would have a way I, out. I'd be like, bro, we just and we can all just, if we can all turn and run. I wouldn't worry about it. But Chardon would make you have to like how defend. Always comes back Shouty. to me being the problem. Shouty. It always comes back. Shouty. To me if he busts through that window right now, what you gonna do? Like what? Really hard to write. Like how? Like would you do? You like? like my defense is a have, lot of obstacles. There's a wouldn't lot have to go that far. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just yeah, saying. I'm letting you know. We I'm just not. had the conversation there. I don't even want to play the hypotheticals because hey. we record at the Dirty Laundry Shop and y'all been running down on Adam No Jumper. I mean, Adam 22 from No Jumper Podcast with them pistols. I just want to let y'all know that at the Dirty Laundry Shop, we have security. <laughs> just won't let y'all know. And if we're gonna be completely real, I was trying security. To story, <laughs> nah, because so you know this is the second time this week. Speaking of that, yeah, the No Jumper podcast, Adam Twenty Two, who records um, at a bike shop off of like fucking Melrose somewhere in L.A. Uh, on some shit, 
I maybe shouldn't announce it because he keep getting fucking robbed there. But fuck it, yeah. on some shit on Fairfax. Which is a fucking bike shop. Clearly, I'm not letting them know. They keep robbing the nigga Keep getting robbed there. But on some shit, bike shop is owned by Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper Podcast. From for you guys that don't know, the white boy with all the tests that be interviewing all the SoundCloud rappers, he owns that. And this nigga has been robbed repeatedly this week. And I'm just saying, we record at a storefront, and I just don't want nobody to come walk past his glass window and just. <laughs> and that nigga sound like he was final form Bo. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, so that's the only reason I say that is because. Get your throat, nigga. Your throat. Okay. Let me hear your throat. Oh, fuck. Sing your throat. (laughs) You niggas are ignorant. Okay. Uh, Wait, what happened with Bo? I just, you made it, wait, when you talked about him, I just was like, I'm like, God damn, nigga, that nigga's final form Bo. Like, (laughs) oh, shit. Yeah. That's wild. But, um, yeah, but, you know, stop. You got a poor connection, nigga? Who got a poor connection? Why you not on the Wi Fi, nigga? But, um, I don't know why I actually like I need to do that. No, it was two other white men I wanted to discuss because I I don't feel comfortable discussing more than three white men in one show. Um, so so who do we talk about first? We talked about we went through Craft. It's nothing much. We haven't said. touched on Craft far. No, uh, I, I brought up Craft. You brought up, but Kraft. I had another white man after that. So that's three white men, right? Yeah, because the only one I had other the, like the Trump thing hasn't come to fruition. He just has his. Okay, so we're not gonna discuss together. that. We're gonna save that. Yeah. I'm only discussing three white people, three white men. It's a three white man limit. Yeah, it's a three. It's yeah. I'm only discussing three white billionaires at a time on my podcast. We only mayo, tartar sauce, and ranch. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> the only, nah, <laughs> nothing else. Whipped cream just not gonna make Mm-mm. it on this one, champ. Take that sour um, cream, and get it the fuck out of here. Sour cream, whip all them Mm-mm. creams. They gotta go. Um, fucking. Uh, Ah, Robert Kraft, who got the greatest fucking deal in the history of criminal so organization so, deals. So what you're saying is, is all I got to do is say, wow, y'all niggas would oof. Robert Kraft's deal, Boy. for those that do not know, only thing that man would have had to do was look at the video, look at the evidence that was against him and say, if y'all would have took me to court, y'all would have convicted a nigga. And they're going to let him off with that. So yeah, wait. Exactly. I, I usually am like the biggest fan against dead air, but I had to take a second to actually let that set in. I mean, the idea of what the fuck was just before, said. Before that would I be get like. into just, I don't give a shit if the nigga got a jaywalking ticket. Like, this is wildly white and rich. Was it, I'm because I, I, I just want to feel as uh, about his crime first. Because was he just buying pussy or was he like involved in like a fucking it was just buying pussy because apparently the owner of the, like a ring of like the owner who actually owns the, the owner who owns the place has been interviewed and investigated and has said that she did not know it was they was in there selling pussy and that she's been investigated and no ring has oh, been found and man. so it looks like just independently a few girls i was in I there giving massages was slanging pussy on the side and robert case, just knew the girls i was slanging pussy and got even, some pussy. okay in that case robert wasn't even buying pussy robert was just what really was it fucked up? They should give him his money back because Robert was buying to not have a headache. Oh, That's the whole. He fact. was paying to just not have nobody fuck with him afterwards. He was like, because hey, you never pay a hoe to fuck. You yeah. paying that bitch to leave. You that paying the bitch. To, yeah, you paying a hoe to leave. You're not paying, paying to fuck. He wasn't paying for pussy. He was paying for peace. Yeah, he fucked that up. 
I paid to not have a text message from yeah. you. Let me tell you something. A lot of people think a nigga who paid for pussy that's is why a motherfucker who can't get no pussy. That's why he got, it's not whiteness. He got that deal because he's the victim. Exactly. He got that Because he's been victimized by this, yeah. by the non-confidentiality of that pussy. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. That's toxic femininity. Yeah, that that's is, what it is. That it woman was is a exercise. deal, and then they went against the grain. Toxic femininity. He should have called August. Toxic femininity. He should have called that's August. I seen him, man. They was going that's against. They was going against the toxic grain. Femininity. It was going against the grain. Yeah. Toxic femininity. Yep. What's the definition? It's when a man come to buy peace uh, and up. you give him problems, toxic femininity. When I got my we receipt for peace, when I purchase pussy, keep my receipt and it's that still within thirty say, days, and the cops is at my house. That's toxic femininity. That receipt say two lowercase p's, pussy and peace, and they hit him back with a big p for problems. He just, he just, you know, I ain't pay for that. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay for that. I ain't pay for that. I don't want that. This is not what I asked for. Ooh. You go to the seafood spot and they give you oxtails, you gonna take it back, right? That give man, you what you wanted. That's it. That man done used up all his bandwidth to go on backpage.com and find a nice location that he can get some remote pussy. He was on billionaire okay. backpage too. Well. Softest hands. He went on backpage on the incognito page on Google. Had, she had the softest hands. That was the incognito page. And now he done went on there to find him some nice discreet I pussy. I heard she wore silk gloves full of Vaseline. And he went in there, paid for that top tier treatment. Velvet glove with an iron dick in it. Man, look. That's all I'm saying. That nigga had experimental Viagra from overseas. They got a barter and system. He traded macaroni for that pussy. It ain't even a blue pill. It's turquoise. Okay. So yeah. if we're on the topic of toxic. Yeah. Let's do it real quick. Hell yeah. Okay, Kodak Black is toxic. Without a doubt. As fuck. Kodak Wait, hold on. Wait. Let's stop. Let's stop. First, let me find out what part I'm saying toxic to. Toxic in what way? Kodak said he was going to Stop. Wait. I, wanted to, I want her to explain this. He said he was going to hit her with this. the Snickers, baby. She, she said young and man wasn't the same when she hungry. Is that what you're talking about? Said he had about? that Snickers for her. tell that woman she, she He said, he, he said you're not the same when you're hungry. He just said she was hungry. He said she needed to get something to eat. Hold on. So this is my whole thing. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How are we mad at Kodak for trying to turn young and man when young and man make music about turning straight women all the time? Not dropping the mic. <laughs> I don't got no response. You fucked me up. I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel really overwhelmed. Listen. Listen. I'm going to swig my sip real quick. Okay. Goddamn. Goddamn swig this bitch. Listen. Drop the mic. <laughs> I heard what you said, but what I'm saying is. That thing hot, daddy. <sighs> that thing hot. Young M.A. had a dildo in her jeans. Young M.A. be out here spitting that mad nigga's girlfriends. And now all of a sudden, now nigga mad because the nigga does Oh, okay. You had big six, huh? Had big six on their ass. All right, you had big six. Only thing Kodak said was, I'm fucking young M.A. long as she got a coochie. How you don't like to be penetrated? <laughs> This all I'm saying is young and made us there mad times. <laughs> young and made spit at chicks and try to turn them out. How you mad at this man? <sighs> and how now you gonna see him when you see him and why I see him? I'm gonna take care of it and y'all dick riding and all that. Was she serious? I saw the thing where she was eating pancakes, but was she mad about it for real? I I just want to answer to any of the questions I ask. I don't. I mean, you know. Guess you don't want your coochie took, you know what I'm saying? You can take coochie, but you don't want coochie took from you. Okay, well. Coochie more important than water, man. Um, I'm saying. I've, I wasn't <laughs> expecting you to say that, so. I mean, I just I just want to know, has anybody thought about that? Like, I didn't, so now that's where I'm at. 
Oh, okay, that's cool. So we're going to move at. on to the next topic. Thank so y'all you. can respond. I mean, I guess I'm actually going to use this as a soundbite so people can go ahead and respond on to that yeah, on I Instagram mean, I, and Twitter and all that, that shit. still makes Because I really want to answer to that. But I mean, I wrong about what? He shot a shot. He shot a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. If he shot, he I mean, shot a shot. Was he just shooting a shot or was he badgering? Because it makes it seem like he was badgering. But if he just shot yeah, a shot, and she I was guess, like, "Nah, I nigga," then he just shot a shot. That was the problem. People felt like, sh- what's yeah. they're so chipper over here. He coming back here. Yeah, he, oh. yeah, he coming. Oh, here. Like, he's my not. Bad. Yeah. Sorry, I was just like everybody. But no, if he just, if he just, okay, <laughs> if he's just shooting a shot, then the nigga shoot a shot. Like all you gotta say is no. no. I, I shot, I shot my shot at somebody that the rest of the world don't think attractive, and so now I'm what? I'm weird. I'm what? What am I? She don't look like that. how y'all I thought like. People were having a problem with the fact that he like had said like multiple things. No, Wasn't yeah, I think he never. What, what did he say though? Like he I know he said something to her, and then, then he put he it in went, a song. I never seen much. a comment. He said a comment, then I think he. I know the lyric was "I'm fucking young and young and made long." She got a coochie. She said she put the crack in her booty. She said you got the crack and in the booty. The other thing right. he said was that on live. He said that he said something on live, and I want to say he, he did said she comment. not the same when she. What, what did he say? She went on. I, I never seen nothing else. That no, he, said he, did, he did something in the song. Then he did the thing on live after she got mad. But he had he said, but he said under, a statement. Yeah. Prior to the song, when group. her and Nikki did the comments together, he commented. He said something. So I mean, if you keep fucking with somebody, I guess like she has a right to be like, I don't fuck with it. But I mean, what you gonna say when oh, you see? Oh, so it? so so. I mean, I get you. All right, I mean, cool. I guess like she got a right. I mean. Dip- I mean, you can say what you, my thing is. You can say what you want to say. I'm not going to. No, no, hold on. I'm not going to defend it because I don't want to go too far and let people think I'm okay with what Kodak's doing. I'm not. No, I'm not for harassment. Is, I had a question about shooting a shot, and yeah. then if you harassing, that's a whole different goddamn. Emilio, stepson, dirty bros in the building. Shout out Emilio, my stepson in the building. Oh shit! Oh shit! I don't know you said oh, that. What's up? What's up, my guy? Dirty bros is in the building. Emilio, Demarco, what's up, man? What's going on, bro? Hi. Yeah, I check. Go listen to Dirty Bros. Dirty Bros. Podcast. I checked them out. Um, but yeah, that's my whole thing. If he was just shooting a shot, then that's one thing. But if he's harassing and he's being a harasser, I'm gonna start it over. He's being a harasser. Yeah, if he's yeah, if he's harassing, well, it seems like he's leaning towards harasser. Harasser. Yeah, that's terrible. But in his defense, if he's just shooting a shot. And she get mad, then he shoot a shot. She got mad. Like, are you like what, what's that shit Charlamagne always say? Like, you can say what you want. You just can't tell nobody else how to feel about it. Like, exactly. how the fuck you want if she want to get mad about it, I guess. But it seems like he's getting into the argument, I think, is he's getting into the harassment realm. Getting of life. Or just keep, like, he's doing it to troll her or fuck with her. And it's like, I don't know. Like, whatever, my nigga. You Bad. did make a good point, though. Like, you know, like, a nigga charge you because you got, like, you do, like, you know, y'all biologically compatible. And I think that's just, here, I think that's toxic femininity again. Is like, Oh, like we didn't even think about the fact. See, I think that was a perfect example is that like a woman does it to other women. So there's like leeway that we, y'all give her, even though she's emulating uh, male tactics, but she's still a woman. So it's still no, like I'm a, thinking a uh, woman came back and said the same. She said, I want no goddamn pussy. Like if a woman did that, we'd be having the same argument. Like, you know, young and made tries woman. And she was like, back the fuck up off me. bitch." No, I just think that's just like the idea of like it because it comes in a different packaging is different. Oh, like you can press if you a lesbian, if you a stud and you pressing somebody, if you if you a stud and you pressing another woman, does it come across the same as like? Yes, when it, I don't. For me personally, from experience, I don't like any aggression. I don't like stud or male aggression. All that shit can go. Y'all need to back up. Like I don't like it from either one. Just back the fuck up. I don't like that shit. All you bitches that look like Lil Wayne and hang out <laughs> in Taco Tuesday. 
Are you Allen Iverson looking bitches? I don't want no bitch. That's Lucy hanging K. out at the GS. <laughs> Bitching there doing crossovers and trying to holler at young ladies. Ooh, and now she. There was I, I've had multiple experiences. I don't know why there's there's a lot you know in Tucson, Arizona, and they are just very Damn. aggressive. They said, they really. She said there's a, a lot in Tucson, Arizona. In Tucson, Arizona. To Tucson. If you are looking for a stud, she said it's Tucson, Tucson Arizona, baby. You find the fact you that this is compounded by Chardon. Go get you. Go get you one. Is where dreams go. Go to get die. you like, one. <laughs> go get you one. There's a pack of studs shit. looking like coyotes hanging out at local. Um, they aggressive too. So basically, man, if you're looking for a nice, you know. Stud woman, you take yourself out there one, to San Bernardino there, Deluxe. They're almost, I want to say sometimes a, the experiences know, nice I've had, I've had some experience. I mean, men could be really aggressive, but I've had almost more aggressive experiences with studs. Because one time, you know, I can't see from afar. So I was at a pool party, and I was afar, and I was staring at this person from across the pool. Oh, shit, I and thought you had a dick. Bitch, a gone. a fight broke out, so I had to get closer as we were exiting. And I realized it was a woman, and it was kind of late because I think she thought something was happening. But when I realized that she had titties bigger than mine, I was like, oh, no, sweetie, I was wrong. Like, no, no. So I just kind of scooted out of the party. Cause, but Damn, that nigga, never, really, that nigga never skipped chest day. Really? <laughs> From afar, I just seen cornrows in a neck tattoo. I did. I, I was like, oh, oh no, like, you have oh. pussy lips like me, bitch. I got to get out of here. I was like, so cute. And then I got up close. I was like, you're such a woman. <laughs> We're twins, please. Uh, <laughs> no. That's a lot. <laughs> no. I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Look, bitch, I'm not really into bumping camel knuckles, so I'm gonna get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I not even I don't even know how to get into like what happens after that. Like what? Like, All right, I'm sorry. I've been watching Michael Chase stand up like, over and over this week, and that nigga said, I hate watching lesbian porn because you never know when it's over. That nigga said, I need liquid <laughs> evidence. <laughs> I always think what that nigga like Rod Man, I think like I'm a I'm a real top notch fangirl. I'm oh like, what? I'm, I'm, I'm a All right, so this is some ill shit. I'm gonna tell you that tell you this story real quick then we probably go end the podcast so that actually one more question after <laughs> the story. Frank. When I was in high school, right, that shit was like just coming out and he had just did like the fangerer. I'm a fangerer. I literally went around my high school on the football team and I asked niggas if they want to be certified fangerers and I made oh little, <laughs> little business cards that said fanger, like fangerers club. It's like certified fangers. Things and, like that let me and know. And I like, passed those out. The internet. So that might have been toxic in, in my time. The internet should have came. Okay. Like the internet had it came in high school, like I would have never probably went to college. Certified fangers. So much goofy shit and just. Because it was fangerers. Fangerer. Fangerer. Oh my God. Smell my fingers. I fangered her. But yeah. Shout out Robin. That was the greatest shit ever. Fangerer. He should have been way more famous. Oh my God. Like the internet didn't come in time for a lot it of really niggas. Didn't. I feel bad for a lot of niggas. Comic, if Comic View and Def, Jam, Def Comedy Jam would have had the internet, like that shit would have right? been. Hamburger. Like. <laughs> come on. Shugga dugga quack quack. Like it would have been so many other niggas that would have just blew up. Like. Hamburger. Yeah, it would have yeah. just been so many other niggas that would have been great. Um, all right, so oh, let's just end on a serious note real quick. My question was, oh, since we this is the third white man that I'm going to discuss. Have I discussed another white man? I don't think so, so I can discuss this third one. Um, Joe Biden announcing that he's going to run for the presidency. Do we think he can overthrow King Donald? I mean, I don't think there should be much. Hey, real quick. Whoa. Is Donald really as bad as a president as we feel like this nigga is? Because he's talking about forgiving student loans. Real quick, just... If this nigga gets Navy and the fuck out the gym, can we kind of think about forgiving this nigga? No, I think Donald's trash. Yeah, okay, Donald's I just pretty, wanted to think Donald's about pretty, it. Pretty, like, pretty my opinion, I'm not going to hold yeah. you niggas up. I'm not going to hold y'all up. Y'all can look at me how y'all want to. If this wall doesn't get built and this nigga get rid of student loans, 
Donald Trump wasn't that bad to me. No, I just think Donald saying mm. shit. Like, I don't think, I, I think Donald. Yeah, a, I've had a lot of shit said to me in my life. I've lived in Mississippi and Louisiana. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, don't, I don't really give a fuck about words, sticks and stones, no, no, no. nigga. What I'm saying is, is he gets I think, two loans out of here. I think he's saying shit as far as like Donald. I won't himself. invite him to the cookout, but I'll bring him a plate. I'm not doing none of that. I just don't think Donald, <laughs> I don't think Donald is doing like Donald. Now, one of one of the big things he says is like, I've lowered. What's he say? Lowered the. Uh, he didn't. That's what I'm saying. Like he says a lot of shit. Like that was off the back of. Obama's work, and he's just like, "Hey, I'm here. This happened now that I'm here, but that was set in motion no, by like, somebody else." So, so for those so, that don't explain, like Obama had a ridiculously high unemployment rate from Bush. He ran that shit down. So this is what I want to give you guys the analogy of: Can you imagine running a hundred yard dash at full speed and not starting to slow down until you hit the finish line? Those last couple of yards that you're gonna have to motor down is what Donald Trump is running right now in regards to the unemployment rate. Does it, if that makes sense, he's just doing the motor down from Obama's 100-yard dash. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. So that's why those numbers are manipulated. If you really look at the time, I can't remember the exact. I'm drunk. It's I've been swigging this shot, but I can't remember exactly like how to explain it. But it's like yeah, that was pretty. That, that shit. Look, if you're if you got half a brain, so I feel like you get it. Yeah, basically that's but, what it is. Yeah, like that. Like when he says shit like that, I just I don't believe anything he says. So if he was to do it, I would always feel like there's some catch that I'm not following because I'm not following politics as much as I should. There's something here that's not going to do me well. Like there's some way I'm getting fucked for this. And also, I don't trust politicians in general because like it always is like as much as niggas love Obama, that wasn't a perfect situation. It just looked he good was black he looked like us. Yeah, he was black. Obama yeah, like, was black. Yeah, it was good because he looked like us. And we always like Obama, but all Obama, of this shit. Obama, Oba, Obama, Obama. <laughs> Obama, Obama. Yeah, it was good because, you know. Obama, Obama. Jeezy told me about blue Lamborghinis <laughs> and shit. Like a good time. Obama, Obama. Yeah. He's having a great time. I don't want to stop it because, like. Because I feel like it's background music while he talks about Obama. Yeah. I mean, I do wild, goofy shit. Like, it just, it's a it's a trade off. Okay. But, yeah. That was He's my. He's had his drunk episode. I'm having mine. I've had drunk episodes. Because I usually yeah. have to, like, monitor audio and shit. Uh, I usually don't get too drunk, but... I know. just didn't get enough Hennessy and enough time. Sip it this wig. You want to sip this wig, nigga? No, that should have been gone. Hey, I'm going to sip that. Yeah, I'm not going to sip this I'm done anyway. anyway. I've never seen somebody yeah. sip a shot like that. Because you ain't never seen a, a player nigga like me. Yeah. I coat these motherfucking walls. Let yeah. me tell you something. You get that little swig of that shot, you see that right there? Yeah. You coat them walls. Long yeah. as I got that caramel color in it, right yeah. there, that's enough to drink. That's all I'm telling you. I think it's yeah. like coat them walls. You got to coat the walls right there. Shout out to my nigga Cali. Shout out to Gucci. You got to coat them walls. Boy, you coat them walls on that thing. Not the real Gucci. You guys suck. But No, the, hum- I can't the homie. Sip. I can't sip a Vanilla shot. killer. You got to. <laughs> see, you ain't got no patience right here. See, what I'm trying to learn is what I found out is that um, for, for I'm 29 this year. I'll be turning 30. Um, for my 30th birthday, God wants me to learn patience. And I've been fighting this for a long time. But at this point in my life, he's forcing me to learn it. Through so, alcohol? No, through everything else oh. in my life, it's just being exuded. I mean, through other things in my life, it's just being exuded in everything in my life. That's an episode. So, they like, because of the patience that I'm being forced to learn and in the important things in my life, they're now transitioning to the secondary and tertiary things in my life. And that is things such as just drinking. You know what's funny? I like having, like, like little moments like that amidst a bunch of, like, Robert Crabb <laughs> paying for pussy. That's, EJ, somebody, that's my whole no, life. No, because right somebody there. like we do shit like some people like, and like it's a billionaire, but I get four or five like, 
Oh my god, that one part. I'm like, hey, this nigga smart. Shut up. Oh yeah, I just I just do just this. Sprinkle that shit on your ass. Sprinkle you know, it's on the, the medicine and the candy. You gotta listen it's to an hour way. to get 37 just seconds of real yeah, shit. Yeah, you know what I'm just saying? Like, well, like when episode of, when episode 100 come out, and you know we blowing motherfuckers' mind about the meaning of life. You know, we 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 walked you there. I'm not, I'm not gonna make you get out here and run a hundred yard dash immediately. It's yeah, just a couple jogs. That's my whole shit. But yeah, that's that's what's going on with me right now in my life. Clearly, like a lot of things have been. Um, I'm an individual and a motherfucker that believes that I can control a lot of shit and, and a motherfucker. motherfucker. The combination. Yeah. Because That's I think it's different Different persons show up at different times. And sometimes True it's day. the individual of who I am showing up. And then sometimes yeah. it's just the motherfucker in me going like, I'm running this. Everybody else shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And then some things I actually have a good idea. And somebody goes, hey, do you have any more of those? And can you give a little bit more input on this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, man. You know, as an individual, I can produce something positive for this group. And then in other situations, I'm just being a motherfucker going, fuck this shit. I run this shit. And sometimes. Are you just reading the comments and keeping them to yourself? Pretty much. Um, you know. Okay, well, hell. Do you I didn't know what. I didn't know what was happening. I was keeping them to myself. Well, you said it like it was something happening. I just well, wanted. said random acts of intellect, and I like that. Oh, Y'all yeah. like that? Who was that? Was that, was that Justin? Yeah. Oh, is that no, DC? It was DC. Oh, okay. Shout out DC. Right? Hell. Um, was it DC? Yes. I, exactly. But yeah. Um, <laughs> DC would say some shit like that. But yeah, that, that's just basically what it I is for me right now. I will not get here long. I would not. Could you? Because I'm about ready to grow it out. So and you know who you sound you like right there? It. Hey, real quick. Let's just discuss it real quick. This is the final topic. Then we're going to get out of here. Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner, Andrew Caldwell. For those that do not know, this man has... Uh, uh, Adrian Broner got a DM from the man that was delivered. And that that uh, that led to Adrian Broner saying that he would uh, knock the testosterone out of this man. And then going on to say also that... Um, any gay people that approach him on that faggot shit, please excuse me for using that word. God damn, I was just damn, fucking. He, used, he did. He used faggot fuck in like 2019. That, fuck, he that used, just flew out. I try my hardest not that. to use that word. Uh, Stop saying it. Oh Stop God, saying it. That you see how? That's why I don't use it. Is because once you start like. Oh, I don't use it, but I thought we were just. Talking about Adrian, Adrian Broner, but even in repeating him like that, that word right there just isn't. Oh. Eh. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. When did he say? I, yeah. No, I'm good. I don't got to take. He none said of that. on That's Instagram basically like, he was saying any gay people that approach him on some gay shit, he will either if he doesn't have his gun, he's gonna knock you the fuck out. If he has his gun, he's gonna shoot you in the face. That led to a whole bunch of things after that. Andrew Caldwell, the man that's I'm delivered. I don't like women no more. I don't like men's no more. I like a women, and him. That led to a whole thing where he did a cease and desist, and he said he was gonna sue and all that shit. Um. Homophobia in 2019. Yeah, you. Like, how you how do you feel about it? Because I'm kind of on the fence about it. Because, like, what about if a nigga just grew up on a block with some really okay, scary so gay niggas? I'm sorry, I just don't understand. So Maybe I'm that's not, why he's scared of gay people. Gay people. He said the other. No, way. he yeah. said. He said. No, he said that if he you're gay and you approach him, he's gonna knock you out and or shoot you in the yeah, face. See, There's a lot of things wrong <laughs> no, with. You're saying instead of. You're saying no, he said. No, he said the word. He said the word. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, okay, my thing is like Adrian's reaction, just like he said, is that's just such is wildly like homophobic and like it's 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 like that and i mean is, it in the word so of like of aggressive and brutal like that that word is just so like okay <laughs> now and i'm not shooting adrian no bail on this one please hear me out on people who are saying this or who are listening to this i am really sipping this wig because i am the person saying this um adrian is a gentleman who was incarcerated as a teenager uh-huh. um I'm not shooting him no bail, but do we have any consideration for the the fact that some of these gentlemen are or this gentleman himself may or may not, aside from the natural homophobia that just comes with being raised so, in the hood, some of his experiences may have put him in a position to not be able to receive this in a way that he cannot do anything but other so, than look at it as an attack on Adrian, his masculinity. Adrian Broner, before it was about billions, it was about booty. 
I'm not saying that. <gasps> I'm saying hey, that hey. that gentleman was incarcerated for a really serious crime, I believe, before the age of 18. Also, while he was incarcerated, he was a boxer. I'm not saying that for no other reason, just a list of facts. This gentleman was arrested and incarcerated at a very young age. Aside from the natural homophobia that comes with being in the hood, do you feel like those type of situations can make just the idea of a, a gay man or a homosexual even speaking to you or expressing any idea of attraction to you, do you feel like that could be that is some of the reason he looks at it as an attack on his masculinity? They do. They got, Shout out to DC. They they do they have got books, books in jail. In jail. <laughs> like part of me is like I'm I'm I don't know if I can shoot him any bail because like not only do they have books in jail, you just you've lived a life. You are a man. Hang but on, the hang idea on. of being in jail though, I got like, it. The association got of it. homosexuality, <clears throat> the association with homosexuality in jail and in the hood. I got it. Okay. But you've been in jail, but not even fuck fuck the jail thing. You're out. You're a millionaire. You're like I'm saying, you travel in the world. You live in a life nobody nobody out here is living on a regular basis. So for you to be that i don't know that that ignorant to a group of people just because one talks to you or says something to you because the dude who did it yes. like if i'm if i'm homophobic if i'm scared of gay people i need it needs to be fucking damon from next friday like kicking my door in dick hard where the assholes at nigga like but the fucking uh i'm delivered yeah yeah that 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 now that that i'd be scared of if a nigga like is swinging you know the fuck, like jumps out of a purple helicopter in a pink figure skater suit, falls through my roof, and like is looking for asshole. Like that's the nigga I'm scared that of. That was so aggressively gay that I didn't want to put the pick up the microphone mm -hmm. and put it to my mouth because yeah. it was just I just that, didn't feel like it was see, a good time. That after that's scary. That's it. <laughs> after you yelled out a nigga busting into the room, yeah. where the booty holes? See, at? That, I, I didn't want to put right the mic there, up to my mouth. That is where like you it. can be scared. But the I'm delivered. All I'm gonna do, honestly, like this is such a weird scenario to me, cause nigga, I'ma just go in the in the world in the world where that nigga hits my fucking like DMs, like fucking uh, Broner said, and he says some shit. God, I wish I had this fucking block button and goodbye, yeah. nigga. Like, of all the of the millions of people that probably jump in Broner shit with anything from get verified today or do you want your motherfucking blah 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 or hey nice guy, like all this other shit, nigga, you could have just blocked that nigga. Like it ain't even that deep, um. like. Completely disregard this nigga. The comments say A B says he's done to try and prove how tough he is because he keeps getting his ass beat in the <laughs> ring. He gets <laughs> he gets fights because of his mouth and antics, not because of his ability. DC is my favorite human being. On phone them graves. Shout out to DC. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Does anybody else have any input on this topic? Anything else they want to DC say? said A B about getting beat up. Um but yeah, like that's my take on it. Like I just, it's to me like yeah that that starts to bring up those fear of like just people being gay in general. Cause it's, I don't even know if bro said anything to you, and if he did, it's like yo bro, chill, just leave me. You know I'm not into that. Leave me alone, whatever. If he starts to press you, then I feel like you know that's that's in a line where you can like you can talk back, and then I'm gonna talk back to you. I'm not gonna make a bunch of posts. If that nigga walks up and like grabs your dick. Then maybe you should maybe like that's where I'm not gonna not to throw Terry Crews under the bus, but that's where I'm probably not gonna pull a Terry Crews move. I'm gonna beat you the fuck up. Like I'm gonna hem you up then. Like that's the move where you pull a Adrian Broner. You know I don't know like that Terry Crews topic is like washed and thrown, but clearly I, that's where I would have stood on it. But if that happens to you, somebody invade your person, invade your personal space, then yes, you make the state of my statement of like you need to back the fuck up off me because this is my person. But if a nigga just in the room where everything Adrian Broner said is true and the nigga was like. Hey, fucking loser face man. I like the way you get beat up in the ring. 
then you just go, nigga, fuck off, and you hit the block button. Like, what is I'm delivered, nigga, really going to pose that to you? Boom. Yeah. And that's where we end uh, episode 27. Tell your mom and them. Why do you keep saying kiss them in the mouth? Mom and them, grandma and them. Why do you keep saying um, TJ, that? TJ, EJ, and Chardon. that? DC is on the live right now Why being ignorant. Why you the mouth? You, know, you got to watch... Uh, this is still like it's on topic. Like I said, like I've said before, like you ever watch you watch everybody's watched Scared Straight. Yeah. yeah. And the ones now are like scary ish if you whatever, but you know them niggas not gonna touch you. The scariest one I've ever seen and Bikes. It, yeah, see the scariest <laughs> Bikes. No, nah, see the scariest one is the ones from like the eighties or nineties well, where they, they used to let them interact. Yeah, like no, the, one, like the, the scariest one. episode of Scared Straight will always be the 1990 the 1999 episode where the nigga had no teeth and he said, "What the fuck are you in my house for?" Duh. And the nigga said, "Stealing bikes." That nigga said, "Bikes." You don't ever want to see me the motherfucker like, like me. me. I will mush your, your motherfucking, motherfucking face. <laughs> like that. That's no. That's the one. But when the nigga when the nigga There's, gave the nigga the duh. comb and made him comb his chest hairs, he that, was like, "Comb my motherfucking chest hairs, was, nigga." But here's not. And that make you wash my drawers and clip my motherfucking hands toenails down. too, nigga. I'm gonna tell you. I, I can beat all that. This is the scariest part. The nigga was in there. They was talking to the white boy, and he was like, "What's your name, bitch?" And he was like, "Bridget." And I'm like, "That's nasty." It's a nigga off screen. If you, I don't give a fuck, y'all go back and find out. It's a nigga off screen and say, "Kiss him in the mouth." You never see this nigga the oh whole God. fucking video. Oh I don't know who he was, oh but God. he was. You can hear oh it. He was dead fucking serious. That shook me. That that, that was that, that was the one episode where they was like, "Let's go to a maximum bruh. security prison," and shit just got real. It's like it was nigga, like a nigga the was nigga in there. With he was, the mustache. You big fat dirty motherfucker. Like all these niggas up there look scary as shit. But it's yeah. a nigga off screen, and you could tell that's a nigga. They was like, Kiss "Don't bring him out here." Yeah. You he, hear? He, he was the one that was gonna touch him. He was really. He was like, "That's how you knew it was a trial run." That's how you know that episode was like. Okay, man, we got to get different types of ones in here because that nigga in the back was like, hey, kiss my him nigga, in the mouth. Kiss, you could hear him. The way he said dick, it, like, so like, kiss, kiss him, him in the, the mouth, dog. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he was like, jacking it, off it to that nigga a, younger It man. wasn't like, oh, it was, okay, you know what? He had the same energy. You saw the, the booty warrior thing. He was like, booty is more important than food. He was that, that cool. That nigga really said, kiss him in the mouth. Is that the nigga thought, the nigga thought he was sneaking that in there? Like, he was like, here, do it for somebody to come. Kiss him in the mouth. Like that that's how he was trying to sneak that in there. That he wasn't video, the booty video really gets me. The booty warrior he said Please it like, Johnson. That's yeah. the most he, uncomfortable. No, he didn't thing even ever. say it sneakily. Yeah. He said it. This is how he said it. He said if he, he said, said it like 10 he years got, ago, I would have grabbed he said, I would have grabbed your booty. That kid would have do something. said that shit like he got lost in the moment. He, he was like, he damn, nigga. Nothing, he nothing is worse than Fleece Johnson said to the cameraman from MSNBC, Ten years ago, I would have grabbed your booty. And dad you to do something about it. <laughs> I like. He said, I walks up to him and I says, I likes you. Oh, and I wants you. Hey, I'd say this now. Right we now. can do this easy the easy way, way. or, or we way. can do it the hard <laughs> way. Any of you niggas, any you niggas out here get mad? And about more it. times than not, they say yes. <laughs> shit like with shit like that, when niggas like that exist, they <sighs> kiss him in the mouth. Fleece Johnson. Any of you niggas out here trying to be tough, going to jail four and five times. You niggas not tough. You niggas not hard. He you niggas got relationships to upkeep, and it's fine, nigga. Just say your truth. No, he said he likes. <laughs> the, he said he likes the new generation ones because they be sagging, so they basically be showing him what he wants. You you, sa- you sagging here if you want, man. Somebody be off in your booty. Just a dope ass podcast. Hey, look, we got a new motherfucking logo 
So go ahead and uh, make sure you pay attention so you don't we're fucking not, unfollow yeah, we us. Do, we have one. We have one. We got a new motherfucking logo, so make sure you pay attention so you don't unfollow us. We got a new motherfucking logo, so pay so attention so you don't unfollow us. us. Yeah, don't do that. Don't fuck around and see some shit and wonder who the fuck it is, who the why the fuck it is, where the fuck it is. We got a new motherfucking logo, bitch. Did your phone just die? Whatever, it got most of the shit. I, out there. I know. I think the video just just ended. I think she ran out of space. That's because Shark got too many selfies about nothing. You can buy your motherfucking business. Let's we use my phone. <laughs> hey, yo, that's yeah. that, hey, hey, keep that title because that's that's an amazing selfies like, about nothing. Yeah, that's an amazing like uh, motherfucking collage of pictures. <laughs> like selfies about nothing. What All right, yeah, but now nah, for real, we about to end up. We about to end this episode. <laughs> episode twenty seven. Just a dope ass podcast. Shark, TJ, EJ, appreciate y'all listening. Please check us out. Uh, we gonna holler at y'all later. Go on.